Hello, dear ones, and welcome to Subtle Medicine Radio, brought to you by InnerSpark. This is the resource for all things holistic healing, natural living, conscious relating, epic life changing, and spirituality, all steeped in earth-based wisdom. We're your hosts, Devin. And I'm Mike. On today's show, episode nine, we're discussing all things summer, the energetics of the season, the season's unique medicine and invitations for us, and how to best nourish ourselves through foods, herbs, exercise, and lifestyle practices so that we can thrive. You ready to dive in? Sounds good. All right. So each season, each of the four seasons, represents a phase on the wheel of the year. And I also compare them to the four main moon phases. We have the new moon, the waxing moon, the full moon, and the waning moon back to the new moon. And so summer can be thought of as the full moon. All right. So for someone who deals with these kinds of things all the time, you might take it for granted. But for some outsider like myself, uh, what are some correspondences with the moon phases and what do those things? Like what's the difference between a waxing moon and a waning moon? I know it sounds super simple, but that's my... (laughs) my speed here no it's actually thank you for for asking that and for bringing it up because i've had many of my followers or even clients um who are you know full grown 40 50 something year old women admit that to me as well so thank you for that um all right so a waxing moon waxing can be thought of and i wish there was some easier way to to think of it maybe you can help us think of something but the waxing moon is growing it is getting bigger (laughs) waxing okay (laughs) waning it's getting littler it's waning okay so the waxing moon is between the new moon and the full moon when she is growing and and appearing larger in the sky and then the waning is between the full moon back down to the new moon so what about the new moon because i only know that as darkness the absence of the moon the moon's basically not there and that just seems dark and scary to me is it all that negative no the new moon is actually my favorite i was born under a new moon i'm a new moon baby um the new moon is it's a time of fertility and 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 possibilities and creativity and ripeness and just amazingness and i actually we can talk about the moon phases on a later episode but um in the meantime if you're really curious i have an amazing blog post about working with the phases of the moon and there's a guide in there as well that you could download that has you know all the different correspondences and different rituals and different energetics because each phase just like each season has a particular energy to it and so different things are more supported during that time so In this time of summer, where we can compare it to the full moon, it's this just time of massive expansion and full expression and really showing up and nothing hidden, right? Just like all things under the light, shining brightly. There is so much mental energy, massive clarity and shifts, and a whole lot of growth is available. Not just, you know, on a personal development, oh, I'm growing so much, but also physical growth. The way that we tend to view kids who have been on summer vacation when they go back to school we're like oh my god you grew like six inches it's really not a figure of speech this time of year brings massive physical growth and we can often see it in our hair and in our nails i know for me i I see it in both definitely my hair and my nails there's just loads of that energy that's available to us right now and so just like when we think of the full moon it's a time of expressing so what are you expressing right now what wants to be shown told shared what gifts are you ready to unleash we can see it in nature so all the the flowers have bloomed through spring and now you know this 
this early summer, everything is just juicy and ripe and delicious, all the fruits and the vegetables. And because of this energetic cosmic support to express and to expand, it's really effortless. It feels effortless. There's just a natural ability to do so, a natural ability to bloom. And so really, if you're noticing any type of dis-ease right now, it's most likely because you're resisting this. So when we go against the natural invitation of the season and the energies that are around us, that's what's going to feel more um, difficult than if we just kind of go with it. And so right now, if you're experiencing any type of yuckiness, it's most likely, I'm going to bet, because some level Level of you is resisting this this blooming and this expressing and this expansion and so that will carry us through into late summer when we'll start to shift into this kind of waning into fall so that's what we got right now with summer so one thing that i've noticed as summer has been uh arriving in all its glory is how much more daylight there is how many more hours of daylight and i've been as i've been more aware of my levels of energy throughout the day consciously and really having the intention of unwinding and going to sleep and you know putting away electronics in the day and things like that is just there's so much more light so I'm wondering if our daily work schedule is say from nine to five year in and year out you know your hourly schedules don't change based on the seasons but the energy changes the amount of light we're getting changes so are there any ways that you can think of that somebody might focus their energies during their work day to adapt to this or what changes can we make because you know, we still use things like daylight savings time and all these other <laughs> things that just don't make sense in a natural context. You know, uh, we have to live in this world that runs on clocks and nine to five schedules, regardless of when the sun's out. But our energies are just different. And if we're living a conscious and mindful life where we're in tune with our energies and working with them, then maybe there are some changes that we can make throughout the day. That's a great point, And there's so much in there. So first of all, we're going to get into specific practices to support us in the areas of food and movement, exercise, and lifestyle. So incorporating those things during this season can definitely support our energy levels. Additionally, boycotting daylight savings time and writing your <laughs> Congress people to get rid of this archaic practice that is not serving us is another thing we could all do. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not a fan. No, of I'm sure there is a movement out there. Somebody's there is. writing letters. There, you know, I, I think we, we live in Texas and I think it was like the last session they did, somebody wanted to do something, but it didn't really go anywhere. No. Anyway, um, things that, that we can really do, first of all, just bringing awareness to your unique individual circadian rhythm and needs and noticing, you know, kind of at which time of day do I feel more extroverted or which time of day do I feel a little bit more introverted? What time of day is better for me to schedule meetings and to be a little bit more social and interacting with others? And when do I need to focus more on creative endeavors that are more solitary? Because those things are going to change um, throughout your lifetime, throughout the season. However, they're going to most likely be a little bit more consistent than the seasons. So knowing your own unique needs is kind of step one. And then implementing some of the things we're going to discuss as we move forward during this episode is, is another thing you can do. And getting that sunlight, 
getting sunlight in your eyes, on your skin, in the earlier parts of the day, regardless of the season. And I think we've talked about this in previous episodes. I know we talked about it for sure in the chakra series when we were talking about the third eye chakra, but that is an excellent way to to balance and maintain a healthy circadian rhythm. And then also, you know, being smart. So yes, the sun is out later. And yes, because we spring forward, it's out even later. And that doesn't mean, you know, yes, it's summer, have some fun. And it doesn't mean that like, oh, the sun's out, I'm going to go eat, you know, a bacon cheeseburger at 9 p.m. before I go lay down. You know, just still be be smart about it and, and listen to your body because you might, it's it's easy to get swept up in, in the fun of things. And That's can... the thing that I deal with most is that, you know, you look outside at 8, 8.30 at night and it's still pretty bright out and it's just calling it's tempting to just want to go outside and enjoy that well yeah and and go outside and enjoy it Mm -hmm. and enjoy it in a way that that is still pleasing to to your body and to your needs and to your system right so enjoy it be be out there it's cooler at that time it's it's lovelier you know maybe have a, a a cup of hibiscus tea like we'll talk about in a little bit and it doesn't mean that you know you need to stay up all night and be in front of screens or eat dinner at 9 p.m like still being being supportive to yourself so finding that 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 middle way so that's a good segue into food practices for summer digestion at this time of year is actually at its weakest so all of that kind of summer summer seasonal fare that that we've grown accustomed to in America with hot dogs and hamburgers and barbecue in the summertime is actually like the opposite of what is going to support your your health at this time and is going to set you up for those nasty fall colds and allergies. If you're someone that suffers with those, really listen up and think about implementing some of these things in this episode. Digestion is a fiery process, and during this time of peak heat and peak solar energy, your body is working to cool you down and remove heat from the system. So overburdening your digestive system now, like I said, will lead to those issues later because of the built-up sludge in the system that hasn't been able to be fully processed. So right now is a time of lighter fare. And when we look at what's in season, which many of us have kind of lost touch with, we will never, ever, ever go wrong. I don't care what season it is. When we look at what Mama Earth has provided, there's a reason that things that are in season during a certain season are in season. (laughs) It's just brilliant the way that this entire planet is set up. So we will never go wrong. And right now there's a lot of watery foods, fruits. They're simple, they're easy to digest, and they're quick hits of energy to really support and nourish and cool us. So watermelons, stone fruits like plums, peaches, nectarines, apricots, cherries, there's cucumbers, summer squashes, zucchinis, and all of the lighter, leafier salad greens. So go for those. As much as you want, enjoy. They're delicious. Additionally, it's good to kind of increase the water intake with the heat and with the sweating. And a lot of people still turn to sports drinks. And I won't even name names. You know what I'm talking about. And I really invite you to possibly give those the boot and think twice about putting them into your body. A beautiful alternative is is what I like to call nature's <laughs> nature's sports drink and you can take some coconut water which actually has the highest level of electrolytes of like anything on the planet. It's delicious and mix it with some freshly squeezed citrus of your choice. Lemon and lime is a great combination. I really love it with grapefruit. A little squeeze of fresh grapefruit. 
and you can leave it like that or if you want to fizz it up a bit pour some sparkling mineral water in there and it's delicious herbs such as peppermint basil cilantro dill and tarragon are all delicious and cooling they also support digestion and they're in season right now and lastly hibiscus so i mentioned it earlier hibiscus makes a lovely tea and it removes heat from the body you can add a little mint in there, make a nice tea with it, and you're, you're golden. It's a beautiful, beautiful beverage. All right, so rewinding a little bit to what you were saying about barbecue, you're telling me that brisket and chili dogs is not what I should be eating this time of year because that seems to be what's pretty popular around here. Oh, well, I mean, like I've said, we live in Texas. It's popular no matter... <laughs> Yeah, any time of year. Any sure. time of year, right. any time of day. Fair enough. Um, but <laughs> no, those are better suited. They're heavier food. So if you do choose to eat red meat, and I'm not here to tell you what to eat or what to do, right? Like that's not my shtick. I'm just here to offer guidance and support so that you can enjoy the things that you do while maintaining your vitality and your radiance. So if you are someone that does eat meat and especially red meat, I would save that more for fall and winter. That's when our digestion is heavier. That's when we're in a building phase in our bodies and when we can better better digest and, and assimilate the, the material from that type of food. During this time of just heat, that heaviness just sits there and so just just notice, you know, and don't take what I'm saying like, oh, I heard on this podcast, this is what's up. Like, no, I'm offering food for thought. Yes, pun intended, because I love ridiculous puns. And just notice what feels better in your body. So if you eat, you know, it's like uh, mid-July, right? Early August, it's lunchtime. You're outside at this pool party. Notice the difference. If you go for the, the brisket or the barbecue, like Mike is saying, or if you go for maybe some like a grain dish or um, a big old fruit salad and just notice how the two sit in your body. And then maybe do the same thing like in the middle of November when it's a little bit colder. The body's probably going to be craving something heavier and more building. And so that big salad that was delicious at lunch in July might not be as serving as maybe that's the time for the brisket if you choose to eat it. So we're always experimenting, we're always playing, and we're always working with the energies of the season and never keeping the same routines or the same menus, you know, 365 days a year. And, you know, it, it is, it's so interesting to me, just these things that we've kind of, kind of adopted it as tradition, like the, the 4th of July barbecues and all these things that we don't really steer away from. We just, we just don't question. We keep going. And I've heard so many people like, oh, I feel like crap. It's so hot. That was so heavy. And right. like, then why are you doing miserable. that to yourself? Yeah. That's something that I think is going to come up a lot. Anytime we're talking about seasonal living is how counter it is to the culture that is just so popular is all of these things just seem to go like complete 180 degrees opposite of what our bodies are telling us and I don't have as much scientific knowledge on digestion as you do I don't have as much study in Ayurveda or any of these other systems that you've got but I am learning to be more in touch with just what is my stomach saying and using that as a guide and I would have have probably said before I had started this kind of mindfulness practice that you know if you gave me steak three times a day I would have loved it steak and eggs for breakfast sure and dinner and all that 
but as I'm getting more aware of myself, I find myself much more drawn to like a bowl of fruit or a meal. So yeah, and I would actually, you're saying that, you know, I don't have the scientific or the training that you do. And trust me, sometimes there's a part of me that's like, oh, get out of my head. (laughs) Because there is nothing in the entire world like you and your own guidance. You always know what is best for you by simply listening to your own embodied experience and your own embodied wisdom and being the sensorial creature that you are. So take what I'm saying with a grain of salt. Oh, more food puns. And, and be your own, your own sexy scientist, you know, run your own experiments and really tune in and listen. And I have one you can't more, go wrong. I have one more question of course before you do. we go on to the next subject. <laughs> Sorry. What I'm is it, babe? slow student back here. <laughs> but one, like, so you mentioned that uh, our sports drink with coconut water mm-hmm. and citrus and sparkling mineral water, that sounds amazing. And I don't know if anybody sells that as a product. Like, I can't just go, I'm not going to expect to find that in a bottle oh, at, no. at my gym. No, no, no. So that's something that I have to be prepared I have to make that ahead of time and the same thing might be said with lunch I might if I'm listening to my intuition and to my body I might have to pack a lunch because it's just a fact that the world is not going to have what I want out there so I was wondering if you had any advice on that kind of planning ahead and being prepared and having things organized to take out into the day Mm, absolutely that's and you're asking me this on purpose because you know that's like that's my shtick. I am always prepared if if we're going to be out and about or whatever, like, I got us. We always have our, our lovely picnics and, and packs and prepared. It makes life simpler. I mean, you're going to make me go on a tangent, babe. And maybe this could be another topic for another time, but the whole concept of planning and preparation for so many reasons. For your pocketbook will thank you. Your body will thank you. It makes life so much easier. We have so many decisions to make on a daily basis. And so if I already know, okay, I got, you know, lunch and dinner covered. Sweet. There's less decisions I got to make today. And I can focus my energies on on more important things. Um, but to answer your question specifically, I mean, get a, a reusable water bottle, stainless steel preferably. Clean Canteen is a fabulous product. No, they don't pay me, but I wouldn't, you know, if they would like to send me free products, I <laughs> would not send them back. Clean Canteen, fabulous stainless steel. Stay away from plastic. Once it's heated, those toxins just leach into whatever you got in there and then they go straight into your body. They're endocrine disruptors. They will lead to all kinds of nastiness. So stay away from plastic. And you can make your your little coconut refreshing drink. You can fill it up with, with water. You got that for the day. In terms of of packing a lunch or something, we have tons of amazing glass, kind of Tupperware-y type things. They also make BPA-free plastic ones nowadays if you don't want to do the glass. And just, yeah, pay attention to, to how you're feeling that week or that day, depending on the season, if it's if it's a lighter time, you know. Me personally, my digestive system is quite sensitive and quite finicky. And I definitely experience the kind of more uh, weaker and and slower digestion in the summertime, in the peak heat. So I will typically turn towards all of the things that I mentioned that are in season. These watery fruits and these lighter salad greens. And I say lighter leafy salad greens compared to kind of the more firm collards and kales that we see 
coming up, you know, more down the road later this year. And yeah, so I, I tune into how I'm feeling and what I need and I know kind of how to how to do that for myself and just prepare. Everything is a choice and you need to, you don't need to do anything. I invite you to always pick what is best for you regardless of whatever popular culture tells you to do, regardless of what other people in your life or your family or your coworkers or anyone else is going to think, if it feels uncomfortable to take that stand for yourself, I invite you to do so even more because there's a learning opportunity and a growth opportunity for you there by pushing outside your comfort zone. Your health and everything will thank you. You will increase your sense of self-respect and self-worth. And most of all, you get to be a lighthouse and an inspiration for those around you who maybe are really tuned out of their own body and are actually suffering because of it. So it's a beautiful thing when we can all just make these these little little shifts. And it really all comes back to connecting to the earth and making these little seasonal adjustments. I'm glad you mentioned the self-worth thing because I was going to bring that up. That was like clearly where you were going with that, like the need to take care of ourselves and valuing ourselves enough to make those kinds of decisions is something that I think doesn't really get thought of enough is that all of these things, like you said, are a choice. And anytime you're evaluating a choice, you have to imagine what are the trade-offs. Like, is it inconvenient for me to take the time to pack a lunch or or is it more convenient for me to just go through a drive through pick up a cheeseburger, and just keep on going? Like, okay, one is a little more convenient, sure. But how much do you value that convenience as opposed to valuing your health and valuing yourself, you know? If there was some kind of drive through place where I could go and pick up an organic salad, that would be awesome. I don't know if there is. I don't think there are. At least certainly, certainly not, not around, around here. here. Right. <laughs> so... Uh, you know, you got to just figure out what's important to you is having the inconvenience of having to make your lunch before you go out for the day. Is that too much to ask for you to do for yourself? There's a thought that I like to keep in mind whenever I'm considering those kinds of decisions for myself is that if you think about a lover, think about a real passionate even if it's like an immature puppy dog kind of love, like a crush. Imagine if you had a crush on somebody, what kind of things would you be willing to do for that person? Would you be willing to make a lunch for this person that you love? You probably would, and you would probably hope that they enjoyed it and that they thought of you fondly as they had it. What if you thought about yourself as a lover and thought about, turned that crush inward, like thinking about yourself as the kind of person that you want to show love to. And so having that kind of attitude in mind when you are, say, preparing a meal, for example, and also experiencing it as the recipient when you're enjoying the meal is to feel the love that you've shown yourself by making this choice. You said something. I love that. That's really beautiful. And you said something about the, sure, it's inconvenient to pack a lunch and it's more convenient to go through a drive-thru. And I would really question that and give a new way of thinking what's inconvenient is feeling crappy after you put something in your body that isn't really serving your body and what's inconvenient is paying for something that is a little overpriced oh yeah grossly and, overpriced you know so we we need to look at the little longer term things in terms of convenience or inconvenience versus just the instant gratification that we're so obsessed with. How inconvenient is it to, you know, have... How inconvenient is it to be 
brain fogged and fatigued and, and feeling like crap and not showing up fully for the people that you have crushes on in your life. Mm-hmm. And this is, like I said, we could spend, maybe we will do an episode on this and, and tie in planning and just some practical how-tos. And for now, I would love to move back into summer and talk about different ways that we can move and exercise to fully support our systems during this season. So like I said, digestion is at its weakest and the body is therefore also at its weakest once the peak heat has really set in. And so that's like August-ish, depending upon where you live. And while it is imperative that a human body moves each and every day, use care and consideration around your movement and exercise practices right now during this season and really allow them to shift during every season. Avoid strenuous activities outside during peak heat times and seek to exercise earlier in the day with gentler forms focused on mobility and presence. As I said, there's massive clarity available right now around us and around our gifts and our expressions. So stabilizing ourselves and finding a sense of embodiment helps the physical body be able to receive and be the translator of these insights. Kundalini yoga, vinyasa yoga, walks, gentler, lower weight, higher rep strength moves, stability and therapeutic work with bands and foam rollers. All of these kinds of things are excellent practices right now. Yeah, I've noticed as I'm being more mindful and just listening to my body and letting my body decide what kind of workout I'm going to be doing, it changes seasonally. I noticed very abruptly when summer started that I was not feeling like doing as much cardio. And it wasn't... uh, like a laziness or I'm making excuses or anything like that. It's just honoring how I feel. And I know that I'm going to be breaking a sweat more outside. So I don't need that real high intensity cardio in the morning that I got in the spring, for example. And so I've been doing more weightlifting in summer. Uh, And that's just a very interesting thing for me to experiment with. And I'm seeing the physical changes. My body is responding much more to this kind of mindful and honoring form of exercise as opposed to just the strict regimen that I've been used to. Yeah. And springtime is definitely more focused on invigorating more strenuous work, especially the cardio, because we're shaking up the stagnation of winter and we're releasing. We're releasing kind of that little bit of winter layer that we had that is totally normal and healthy and part of our (laughs) physiology and our evolutionary response. So a little winter weight gain is perfectly fine. And then in the spring, there's this, this desire to purge and to like really, you know, shake it up. And there's a lot of physical energy and we can see that throughout all the seasons so really quickly summer is is summer and winter are the similar in the sense that they're kind of peak more um extreme expressions right so spring and fall are in between seasons so they're transitional seasons summer and winter are these these peak episodes so we have the full moon for summer and the new moon for winter and so summertime like winter time is a holding time in the body we aren't looking to build or to shed we're kind of just holding and then in the fall we will start to build again so these really dense kind of sweet root vegetables they're heavier maybe more meats are on your menu if you eat them so it's a time to build to to restore and re- and fortify and replenish the body after summer and the kind of harshness 
and the shedding that we did and the the losing of minerals from sweating and, and all of this stuff. So we're building and then winter, it's a stagnant kind of holding period, right? We There's a lot of fatty foods and we just kind of hold. And then spring comes, we release and the, and the cycle starts over. And so summer right now is definitely, we're in a, a holding phase. So it's just kind of a time to to ride and hold and, and chill. So we're not looking for very strenuous exercise, not looking for a lot of heavy foods. And so it's very interesting, Mike, your observation around how your practices shift seasonally. And you when you really tune in, it it's, it takes the intellectual or the need to kind of like, okay, what, is, what does summer mean? What is this? It's like, you can kind of say, screw all that. And really tune in and also look around and just see kind of what what nature is doing well that takes a lot of self-trust in order for me to Mm. go on my intuition and say okay I'm not going to follow the regimen I'm going to do whatever I feel like doing because there have been times in my life where doing whatever I thought that I felt like doing uh, was not healthy for me so I know that that's a whole other can of worms that we can get into some other time about how do you develop that sense of trust and intuition. Right. And we kind of did talk about that in the chakra series. And I'll just leave it at this, which is your intuition is always speaking and is always correct. It's your difficulty in trusting yourself that makes you think that your intuition is wrong or not actually speaking to you. Because he or she might tell you some things that you don't actually want to hear. And if it's in conflict with what your stories tell you about yourself or your ego has to say or what's popular and all these different kind of wounds and traumas you're carrying around with you, you're not going to want to hear it. So you're going to be like, oh, I I don't know how to hear my intuition, which is actually bullshit. You don't trust yourself now. Go back to the chakra series and have have a listen to the, the third eye one. Okay, we're running out of time and I want to get into the lifestyle practices of this year. So this is a good time for socializing. It always cracks me up how we tend to put pressure on ourselves, like we were just saying, to socialize in the winter when energetically it's kind of the season is the antithesis of like outward merriment. This is the time for catching up, for adventures, for playing, for shaking up some things, for trying new things, and for enjoying the company of others. We're stronger now, and especially for us more sensitive and empath types. I see you. I am you. What's up? This is a good time and also ensure that you're anchoring into yourself through your daily practices. And if you don't have daily practices, begin cultivating them now because that's the anchor that will keep you you. So yes, if you want to go be around others and do things that maybe are more challenging for you, like, uh, you know, amusement parks, concerts, kind of like where lots of energies and lots of people are, this is a time to do that because it's, it's, it's supportive of that that type of behavior all right so i think that's it that's all the time we got for today this is a great juicy episode if you love the show and want to learn more be sure to subscribe to it please leave us a review on itunes share with a friend and visit www.innerspark.life to learn more we would love to hear your thoughts or questions so deepen the conversation with us on social media at innersparklife on instagram and facebook And catch us next time when we'll discuss why letting go is bullshit and what to do instead. So much love to you until then.